This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maggie J. Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein. And I feel like we haven't done this in a while. It, I know. At least we like we haven't had real football to talk about to the point that I gave my Twitter handle instead of my actual name doing the intro. It feels like we got to get back it's training camp for us too, right? We got to get in the swing of doing the podcast on a more regular basis heading into the preseason and training camp or preseason and the NF. See preseason and the regular season, but we do have <laughs> meaningful NFL football starting tomorrow. The jets and the Browns play the, um, the hall of fame game Thursday, August 3rd. So I don't know if we, do you think we'll see Aaron Rodgers? I guess that's kind of the big question. Hell no. <laughs> No way. <laughs> you don't think he'll want to trot out there and take some snaps in the preseason with his brand new team? And If he does, it's going to be a singular snap. <laughs> just one. Just, just one. a handoff. Just a handoff and then... Yeah. I, I could see him doing that, though. You know, that... I could see him doing that with his new team, but... That's that's not what we're here to talk about today, right? It we've We don't actually have to talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore, so... <laughs> Somehow the show has already mentioned him. <laughs> to be fair, the Jets are playing. So that... The Jets are playing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Does anybody, do you watch the Hall of Fame game? Normally I'll have like the preseason games on unless the Packers are playing in the background, like while I do things. So it'll be yeah, on, I'm yeah. sure. But like. That's how I treat like, baseball. I'm not going to like sit down and watch it. Cool. But we've had a week now of Packers camp and before they kick off week two we thought we'd do like a fun sights and sounds episode we tried to get some actual sound from some of our friends that are on the ground in Green Bay but everybody's busy right because training camp is happening and there's a lot of content to be to be created so we're going off of what we are seeing and hearing from the internet because we are not there in person but lots of you know I think hot topics right Jordan Love having some really nice practices sounds like the defense is just phenomenal looking against this young offense so lots of things to dive into but where do you want to start yeah um well I guess a few things that I noticed today being that the Packers did make a couple of cuts um so those are not fun. So like, let's like maybe get them out of the way. But the Packers cut outside linebacker Ladarius Hamilton um, today. They've already cut Jonathan Garvin, which I don't think should really be a surprise, um, given that Garvin has not really played or practiced. They tried to move him around. Um, 
et cetera. They claimed a linebacker off of waivers today, Aaron Mosby, Mosby. So some like depth moves um, happened. And now to the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's hard because I know they just signed a wide receiver a couple days ago and everyone was like, who is wearing number 16? Like this stuff always right. happens. Training camp, there are bodies churning constantly. Um, so let's talk about some of the faces that we think are more likely to make the roster. Um, okay, let's talk about our quarterback. because <laughs> he's, a lock. he's a lock for the 53. Because, yeah, maybe a little bit. They only, like, enraged the entire league by taking him. Um, so from what I have gathered from Twitter, the Twitter sphere, X, no, we're calling it I, I was going to say. Um, sorry, Elon, but this is still Twitter. We don't live in Gotham City. Um, he has progressively built upon his practices and let's be real, right? They've only just put the pads on. We haven't seen any live game action. So we take this always with a grain of salt. However, I think like the key for me is like, and this is going to be the key for the entire season. So don't get bored of me continuously saying this, but like growth, right? Are you getting better step-by-step every day? And from what it looks like, from what we're able to see, and I actually think we're seeing a lot more than usual because fans are being homies and posting videos that they're probably not supposed to be posting. <laughs> um, but it does really seem like there has shout been... Shout out to like, Big B. Shout, shout out Big B. Um, progressive, you know, just like progressive big steps forward, right? The footwork is there. The deep ball is there. He's hitting the checkdowns when he needs to. He's hitting his second reads when he needs to. He's like apparently just like, totally owning the out routes like there's just clear things that Jordan Love is doing well he has like full command of the offense which Matt LaFleur has said on multiple occasions but it also you just like get that vibe from the way that he's holding himself the way that he's directing practice the way that all of his all of his teammates have rallied around him which again that's what you're supposed to do but it's still nice to hear so just really liking the way that Jordan Love has kind of like stepped into this role and so far, the arm is there, the feet are there, and we'll just kind of see what he's able to do when he actually gets out into the field. Yeah, and I really appreciate perspective from, you know, reporters and analysts that aren't Packers reporters and analysts, because Packers reporters and analysts have to be, I think, kind of careful about the things they say, and they don't want to come off as being biased. But no matter how they spin it, they either are being overly critical or overly praising of you know, of his performance. So I really appreciate it. I don't know if you saw Eric Crocker actually retweeted the incomplete to Jaden Reed and basically said all incomplete throws are not created equal. And this is a really impressive throw that would get his receiver open. And these are some things that, you know, we noticed coming out of college and in his first couple of years in the limited time, we got to see Jordan Love play that there were things he needed to work on. So some of his ball placement, that we're hearing at least in the little clips that we're seeing, like you said, the stolen footage, it's been fun to see. And of course, you know, you take these things with a grain of salt for every really nice throw. There's probably a throw that nobody records because it was bad news, but there's things that you like and things you want to see from your quarterback in this year of his development. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm glad you brought up that throw. Cause that's of course a site that I was happy to see. Um, I think the theme of the last handful of practices for me is that he's really putting the ball where it needs to go. And I mentioned this just now, but like 
are you, he's not forcing it, right? He's not forcing the deep pass if he doesn't need to. Of course, there have been a handful that are beautiful. There was one to Christian Watson that everyone was talking about. Um, so you love to see that connection, but he's not, he's just putting it in windows. And now multiple of his receivers have said this, he's putting it in windows that it makes it so that as a receiver, only you are able to get that ball. He's not putting in jeopardy of the defense, making a play on it. He's not, you know, if he is putting it kind of outside that window, it's to the sideline. And so it's an incompletion, like just safe play, which is really nice. And something I have been thinking a lot about is I'm sure he learned from Aaron Rodgers, like notoriously the most like risk averse quarterback in the league known for not throwing interceptions known for putting the ball in a place where if the receiver can't make the play, nobody else is getting that ball, right? The king of throwaways essentially. So um, it's good to see that Jordan Lovis has also picked up that skill. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's fun to see the connections that he's developing with all three of his top receivers, right? We saw the 67-yarder, I think it was, to Christian Watson. We saw the Romeo Dobbs high ball over Jair Alexander, which is really fun. And then that that throw to Jaden Reed that wasn't a completion in the video, but still demonstrates their ability to kind of read one another, and no pun intended, and, uh, and get open and uh, see the field. So really cool stuff there. I haven't, I don't know about you, maybe I'm just not missing or not seeing it on Twitter, but I haven't seen a ton from the tight ends other than they look good and they look like NFL tight ends would look as rookies. Um, Yeah. It's funny that you bring them up because so for those that are maybe new to the show, hi to our new listeners going into the season. um, Something that you all should know is that Maggie and I have like full nine to five jobs. So (laughs) we are not scrolling. We do this for funsies and we're not like scrolling Twitter 24 seven during the day. Um, So I do my check-ins on practice either at my lunch break, if they happen early in the morning or when I get home. So to your point, it's perfectly fair that maybe we're not hearing or seeing a ton from the tight ends or you and I are just maybe missing some of the news. However, I will say, I think Tucker Craft I've seen has been in and out of practice a little bit. I know he missed a practice or two with an unknown injury. Um, And so it's really been like Luke Musgrave and Josiah DeGuara. I have been hearing that the connection between Josiah DeGuara and Love is still very much there. I think his very first throw to camp at at camp was to um, Josiah. So that's real. Um, But in their defense, tight end is 
notoriously one of the most difficult positions to make that jump. And so I don't know if I assign too much meaning um, to the fact that we haven't heard much from them other than that, like you said, they look great. They're running with the ones. Um, I did hear that Luke Musgrave was getting a ton of work blocking in this last practice and he looked like an absolute monster. So that's important because we know Matt LaFleur is going to ask a lot from not just the tight ends, but everyone on the offense to block. And when you're that big, um, that's something that you should be doing. And we're going to have to really fill that Mercedes Lewis hole um, on the offense this season. So tight ends getting blocking work. But again, if your tight ends are like practicing blocking, that's not really that exciting. So I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? That we're not getting like all this like Luke Musgrave going up against the pads, you know. Right. Yeah, I did see I did see the Tucker Craft had said that his biggest learning point since he'd been at camp was how to combo block. So that is, you know, again, things that they're they weren't asked to do as much in college that now they're jumping into at the pro yeah. level. But I this is a soundbite from last week. This was like right when camp opened, but I really liked um since we're talking about sights and sounds, Matt LaFleur was talking about the way that Kraft and Musgrave study. And he said, like, at times they almost have to protect them from themselves because they're, like, the first ones there, the last ones to leave. They're just always together studying the playbook. Like, they just are always in the building going over plays. And it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, we really appreciate this. This is amazing. Like, you can tell how much they want to put in the work. Um, yeah. So, really like that but mentality. <laughs> yeah, go get some rest. Yeah. Oh, that warms my heart. I think you kind of knew when they got drafted almost back-to-back that they were going to be – buds um but it's nice i think to have someone to lean on for sure uh when you enter in the same class if you will um you mentioned the romeo dobbs catch and i actually want to go back because that was one of my sites because i think it got its hype as it should um from whichever fan and i apologize i'm gonna look actually right now ober sports posted it and for those of you who have never been to camp, right, it's not all, like, scrimmage, if you will. They do a lot of different things, and a lot of those are one-on-ones with the receivers against um, the corners. And so this is – that's what this is. This is not, like, game, you know-esque film. This is just, like, a one-on-one Dobbs on Jair. And you give the nod to Jair pretty much on every play, and if anyone – I mean, I especially have been paying attention to that name. He, apparently he's been just like absolute locked down all of camp so far to no one's surprise. Um, and Dobbs just like totally mossed him on this, which again, there's like, this is not live game, like et cetera, et cetera. But it's really fun to see a player who had such an inconsistent rookie season where his highs were really, really exciting. And he showed those flashes, but his lows were of course him battling a couple of injuries like looking like the guy that you hope he's going to be and become because you want him to make that jump. I mean, him and Watson are the vets, quote unquote, this season. Um, And I think my favorite part of that clip was at the end, you see Jair just like give him his flowers, right? And clap and just say like, yeah, that, that was a great play on for from you against me. Like, well done. Yeah. And I mean, I think, well, I'll be wearing my Dobbs jersey to the opener. I'm just putting that out there that that you will also be at. We'll have to in your Jair jersey, maybe, probably. Okay. Probably. So, 
Yeah, but I mean, I think you can even tell like the the training that Jordan Love and the receivers and Aaron Jones and all these guys put in offsite in California. Like this team cares. And Jacob Morley of you know Pack a Day Packer Report. If you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. Um, one of his tweets I saw a couple days ago that has really resonated with me that I've been thinking about. It's just like you expect players to hype up their team and say like, yeah, we th- like Jordan loves good. Like he's going to be great. Cause no player would come out and say like, yeah, our quarterback stinks, but they don't just say, Hey, we think Jordan love is going to be good. They say like, we think he is going to be good because of X, Y, Z traits that we see in him as a human being and a leader and a football player. And, you know, those are things that players don't have to do, right? They can give you the little sound bite that says like, yeah, we're fine. We're going to be great. He's good. But they're going like out of their way to not hype him up. It's not the right word, but to, I think it just shows the closeness that I think we'll see from this team. And you and I have talked about it before, like this mentality that they're not used to being the underdogs and they, maybe this will be like a rallying point, but I think this team is really, really, really motivated to go out there for Jordan. I think a huge key to their success this season is is their relationship with one another, right? Their communication, their trust, et cetera. And like, I don't mean that in a like, oh my God, I love this team and I hope they're best friends. Like, I mean, literally on the field, like they have to know each other inside and out because there are going to be inconsistencies. That's just like the nature of basically being like a brand new offense, but the closer that they are, the more on the same page that they are, the more they trust one another, the smoother executing is going to be and the more likely that they're going to be successful and like ultimately win games. So I totally agree with you. Like seeing the work kind of like culminate bit by bit, practice by practice is huge for when we finally get to the real season. And I know he's not on the team anymore. I don't want to keep bringing him up. It feels like Voldemort, right? Like, but it's something that we talked about every off season with Aaron Rodgers and rookie wide receivers and tight ends and the, the, period it takes for them to acclimate getting on the same page I know when MVS was a rookie they were talking about Aaron Rodgers having to learn the speed that he ran because you're just not used to that and you saw it took a couple seasons with Devontae and with Jordy and the connection that they made paid dividends and they were like one of the most deadly combinations in the league and I'm not coming out here to say that like Jordan Love and Christian Watson are going to be the number one QB wide receiver duo in the NFL we would love it if they were But, you know, those kind of relationships and the trust that they're building now is what's going to pay off down the line when they have some of those early season struggles as a young offense. The relationships that they have, I think, will be able to carry them through those mistakes a lot better than if they didn't have all of these moments. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 